family. It's been a while since our last podcast. Uh, we've been hard at work getting to getting the newest version of our app out on the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. Uh, we've been listening to your feedback and have been making a ton of updates. Uh, truly, you guys are helping us embody what we believe, and that is that we are better together. Uh, stay tuned with us as we learn about what it means to discover our maximum strength potential right after this. Today on the podcast, we got a special guest in our Spotlight series, Michael Waters. Am I saying that right? Yes, you Michael are. Waters. Michael Waters, you're a personal trainer in our community, and his specialty is an area of fitness that we hope that many of you will be hearing about more. Welcome to the podcast, Michael. Thank you, Bernard. I'm glad to, have, glad to be here. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Uh, thanks for being with us today. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming, uh, trying to get you on the program, but we're glad that you're here. Uh, let me just say that I, I'm so glad that you're here because of the kind of training that you're doing with your clients. Uh, can I say where you work? Yeah, for sure. Over at Lifetime uh, Athletics, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, it's an approach to, to strength training that I personally believe in uh, as well. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, so, I mean, yeah, my name is Michael Waters. Uh, I uh, actually studied exercise science at Salisbury University. Uh, during that time, I actually worked in their sports performance program, working with you know football, volleyball athletes. Uh, a lot of my training background kind of came from injury prevention, more or less. Oh, interesting. Um, and then you know I graduated, got my job at Lifetime. I've been there for two years now. Uh, I train there. I also teach a small group training class called Alpha Strong. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for about two years. Been loving it. So definitely putting my degree to good use. Oh, good, good. I see you have a T-shirt. It says Alpha on it. Yes, that is actually. I came from work today. So. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Busy? Uh, yeah, yeah, more or less. All right. Um, those sounds like, uh, that sounds like an incredible amount of experience that you have. Uh, and I'm sure that, that while you're going through all these experiences, you were able to uh, pick up some interesting training ideas and, and concepts. You said something about injury prevention. Can you tell me a little bit about how uh, your own ideas of personal uh, training have evolved as you've gone through uh, these different steps? Like, like maybe... Like, what kind of mistakes did you have to make, or or what yeah. something? What are some things that you saw success in uh, as you've taken your own fitness journey uh, to where it's led you today? So I definitely had to make a few mistakes before I got to where I was today. Um, one of the one of the biggest ones we all do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For, uh, one of the biggest ones was when I was um, probably about nineteen or twenty. I kind of fell out of love with strength training. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a weird time. Look, I remember there was. A, Probably a pretty solid year where I hadn't gone to the gym. I was focusing a lot on the classes that I was taking. Even though they're exercise-oriented, it was kind of like, you know, I was walking the walk, or talking the talk, but not really walking mm -hmm. the walk for a, a mm -hmm. year and some change. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of needed this this new training approach that really kind of got me back into strength training. And as much as I hated to admit it, I definitely needed some outside help. And that's kind of where I started to get into our strength training program that they had at Salisbury, and it kind of got me a little bit more... Uh, invigorated, I guess is the best word when mm. it came to strength training. It, it, it definitely gave me a new approach, especially when it came to working with athletes. The whole injury prevention thing was really big on me. Mm -hmm. um, and it really helped me kind of like grow when it came to personal training. Mm -hmm. That's so important too, right? Just being reinvigorated to to go, to get back into training because sometimes training the, the hardest part about training is, and I like the fact that you call it training, right? Instead of just like going to exercise or going yeah. to work out. Uh, is, is that motivation to go do it. Um, the reason why I asked you all this is because I'm sure that a lot of our listeners out there have 
have likely experienced uh, similar frustrations in, in their exercise routines or in their training. Um, perhaps they've experienced some setbacks. Uh, they've become demotivated, uninspired. Uh, and oftentimes when we get to that place, and, and maybe maybe it's like, uh, like we're not seeing the results that we want to see, uh, we will we might even ultimately, like you, you did for that year, just kind of give up on, on the training. Uh, so thank you for sharing your personal fitness journey. Uh, now, up to this point, I kind of avoided the specific kind of training that you're known for. But can you tell us about what's unique about the type of training that you take your clients through? So probably about like four or five years ago, I came across this guy, um, and he was writing a book. He hadn't actually came out with it yet, but I was I was kind of following a lot of his uh, his exercise protocols, and essentially it's called it's called an eccentric isometric. Mm. So for those of you that that kind of know some of those um, some terms, it's it's more or less like a controlled descent with a pause, but it really requires a certain tempo adjustment that uh, really fine tunes your mind muscle connection. If mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a few other benefits too. Uh, we can kind of get into that a little bit later. Um, can you define that, like that mind-muscle connection? What do you mean by that? So you know, a lot of what you do when it comes to strength training might be, uh, you know, a chest press or um, you know, a, a, a row or whatever it might be. But some of the movements that he kind of throws into his strength training help you idealize the whole, you know, with a chest press, making sure that you have your feet anchored into the ground and have a firm base of support. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things with joint position when it comes to how your elbows are, when it comes to the angle of, of a, you know, your, your elbow and your torso. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of stuff, too, just really gets into to being really, really aware of not just the movement that you're doing, but what the rest of your body is doing while you're yeah, doing so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can really, in the long run, kind of help with this whole injury prevention thing that I, I started to get reinvigorated with training. So it more or less just built on a lot of stuff that I knew, and it got me really, really involved. And actually, I have this guy's book now that he's written it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the little thing that you mentioned there, like anchoring your feet in for a chest press, you wouldn't even think about that. yeah. You know, I think it was um, uh, one of the one of our favorite uh, um, YouTube personalities that we like to talk about is Jeff Cavallari, and he he talks about um, uh, how you position your feet, um, being and creating that firm foundation, exactly. so that you might put be able to push off from. It's like the difference between um, you know anchoring yourself on a boat on water or on like solid ground. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's a very interesting little tidbit. Um, so you talked about eccentric isometrics uh, a little bit um but can you like break down like what that word eccentric means and what isometrics mean so eccentric is just going to be the the controlled release phase of whatever lift it might be so if it's a chest press it's going to be a slow control on the way back as you on the way back the bar or the mm-hmm. dumbbell or the cable whatever it might be as you mm-hmm. bring it back towards your torso um, a lot of it requires pauses in the 90-degree joint position. Mm. So what it gets into is not really excessively overdrawing any joints, any ligaments, and in the long run really just takes a lot of stress off of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually find that over the course of time you can build up a lot of cortisol in the system, and that usually tends to do you more harm than good. Oh, really? So when it comes to this style of, of protocol, it really helps to kind of build you in for the long run and help you more or less become built to last. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, uh, that's awesome, Michael. One of the things that you did mention uh, to me before uh, we got together was that uh, you use this particular type of training to help clients uh, get to that, that place where they're built to last. You know, when I hear, when I hear built to last, I think of like four trucks or, or, or you know, the, their, their, their pickup trucks. 
things that things that get uh, things that get manufactured, right? Um, but I've never heard that in the context of of fitness training. Uh, so so first, what do you mean by like built to last? And second, uh, this kind of uh, begs the question of the type of clients that you work with. Are you uh, are the clients that you tend to work with? I know this is a lot of questions, but okay. are, you, are the clients that you tend to work with? Are they looking to to bulk up, quote unquote, bulk up, build mass? Uh, you know, are these like the the hulking guys that you're working with, or, or is this the, is this the kind of training or kind of protocol that uh, that anyone can can really benefit from? So I will start with uh, built to last. Um, more or less, like over the course of time, certain injuries can really hinder exercise progress. Mm. A lot of people feel like they're bouncing back or, or coming from you know ground zero again, mm. and it's because of some type of injury. More or less, you find uh, musculature, ligaments, joints. So this kind of protocol can really help you train for the long run instead of seeing like a short-sighted goal. It really helps people understand that it's mm. more of a lifelong kind of commitment, more of a lifestyle. Gotcha. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, but like, you know, improper form, it could take a couple weeks, could take mm. a month, but sometimes, you know, years down the line, you start to feel it. So yes. it's, it's one of those things where, you can almost kind of think of it as preventative if mm-hmm. someone doesn't have any injuries. So when it comes to the clients that, that I train with, when I, when I use this kind of protocol, it's really for most, most of my clients that I have, besides the people that you pick up in the first, you know, three to four weeks, just trying to get a lot of the mm-hmm. intro foundations, you introduce mm-hmm. it after that. Cause it's, it can be a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a very strict protocol, mm-hmm. but you know, with your, your client that's looking for the next step or your client that really needs that, um, you know, protection of a certain joint or a certain ligament or really mm-hmm. needs to focus on building strength in a certain area. Um, so when it comes to rehab, it's very great for people too. Um, a lot of my clients that might be uh, looking for the weight loss deal, when it comes to just strength training and keeping stress off the joints in general, that's always going to help in the long run as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I definitely teach it a lot in my Alpha Strong class, which is going to be more of your high performance. Uh, we do a lot more, you know, squats, deadlifts, um, rows, chest press, stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. all using barbells, kettlebells, uh, TRX bands. But still in that class, I, I use the same training protocol. So I would more or less say it can be for everybody, just as long as you're trying to not be that, that mindless lifter that just wants to go in and be told what to do and go ahead and do it. But if you're more aware of what you're doing on your mm-hmm. own, this mm-hmm. is definitely the kind of thing for you. Mm-hmm. So when you say like it's um, stricter, what do you mean by that? Well, um, you know, a lot of clients, like, especially people that are trying to get into it new, like, they don't understand the, uh, being patient and not mm-hmm. rushing through it. Right. And because of the whole controlled descent that most lifts require, right. you go through a set and it takes a lot longer. It takes than a lot longer. Would. Yeah. So, I mean, not incredibly so, but you have some people that aren't as patient, some people that, you know, trying to fine tune that tempo is a little tougher than others. And it mm-hmm. all really depends on, you know, of course, who you have in front of you, but. For the most part, uh, a lot of my clients are very receptive to it, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you explain it the way you do when it comes to the whole keeping stress off the joints and ligaments. And they're kind of like, okay, okay, I believe you. Like, I get it, I get it. But, you know, that's definitely the toughest part is, is trying to get somebody to start off with this and understand, like, hey, you got to be a little bit slower than mm-hmm. what you're used to. Do you, do you normally, re- like, when you describe the protocol to a new client, do you – do you initially tell them like how much time they should expect before they they feel comfortable with it? You know, I usually start off with a lot of the smaller bits and pieces of it. 
uh, mm-hmm. rather than throw the whole idea at them at one time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might I might start with, um, you know, not necessarily the tempo, but making sure they pause at the 90-degree position and kind of slowly start to build on a lot of the bits and pieces that this whole eccentric, isometric protocol has to offer, mm-hmm. just so it's not all so much at one time. Mm-hmm. And that, that definitely helps. Um, I definitely have found myself almost trying to throw too much at somebody at one time mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. kind of seeing it start to go over their head and you gotta gotcha. kind of pull back yeah. a little bit there yeah yeah so when you're working with somebody how long is tip- a typical session uh we usually train for about an hour about an hour yeah you know, it might it might be like a, a five to ten minute warm-up and then about five to ten minutes to stretch so you might end up getting 40 45 minutes and how, how frequently a week uh i train my clients usually one to three times a week one to three um, times a week. most of my clients come in twice a week mm-hmm you know, I think a, a lot of what you're saying, um, there sounds like there's tremendous benefits to to uh, eccentric isometrics. Uh, so you, you you talked a lot about sort of the training methodology, um, but we all know that that training isn't just what we do in the gym, right? It's what we do at home uh, or afterwards to to recover. Uh, how do you advise your your clients when it comes to to recovery? Um, are you supportive of things like uh, supplementation? Um, uh, what what ways can a client get the most out of eccentric isometrics when it comes to the recovery phase? So you definitely hit the nail on the head when it comes to um, you know the time outside of training being mm. more important than you know that one or two hours per day that you might spend. Uh, one of the biggest things we have to offer at Lifetime, and I actually outsource this to our nutrition coaches. We have full time nutrition coaches that have mm. multiple nutrition mm. certs, masters in nutrition coaching. And they really dive into the habits that these people have, um, helping with, you know, small little micro, micromanaging, not necessarily so it's tedious, but little small um, bits and pieces of what they do during throughout the day that can really help building solid and good nutrition habits. Um, but I usually do outsource that. Like, I have a pretty good knowledge of nutrition, but I've found that our nutrition coaches, them being mm-hmm. full-time, are obviously way mm-hmm. more geared towards that. Um, they go through a lot of continuing education. Uh, we always support um it's it's called this uh it's called a core three bundle because that's what lifetime has to offer it's, mm-hmm. our, it's our program about um training metabolics and nutrition but yeah. uh we always push a lot of um whey protein isolate protein or we have a vegan protein powder uh we're big on fish oil for joints yeah. um a lot of it helps with uh brain function too mm-hmm. uh and then we also have a multivitamin so mm-hmm. you know filling in all those cracks that you might not get throughout mm-hmm. the day of your breakfast lunch dinner and your small snacks in between so it really helps to kind of be like a full 360 when it comes to getting all the bases down yeah yeah so i mean aside from nutrition that sounds fantastic i i gotta look th- i gotta look into that core three bundle it's pretty cool um but uh like things like um, like sleep, do you help your clients like regulate their sleep and things like this? Yeah, so we actually have, and, and you'll definitely have to come in a lifetime and check this out, but we offer, uh, it's called an active metabolic assessment, but it's more or less like your VO2 max test. And uh-huh. essentially what it gives you is these heart rate zones that you burn fat in and then a heart rate zone that you burn carbs in. So, you know, as you work out in lower intensities, you burn fat. As you kind of gear up towards higher intensities, you start to burn more carbs. Mm. Uh, this can really help with, a lot of your in-between workout session recoveries and ultimately that does help with your sleep response throughout the day um you know besides just like obviously making you tired it does more or less help to kind of regulate a lot of what your body's doing when it comes to energy Mm -hmm. and you know i found a very positive uh positive result with the metabolic testing that we've done at lifetime Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. so 
Yes, and then you can get the most out of, you know, EI training, right? Right, exactly. You know, when it comes to recovery and not putting too much stress on the body, like it's definitely one of the biggest things. You yeah. Know, you don't always want to work out at high intensity. So what it gives you is, you know, days mm-hmm. to work out in low intensities and what heart rate zones you should be in to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that sounds so comprehensive. It is. It is a lot. It is a lot. We usually kind of throw everything, you know, bit by bit into people's training sessions. But it's, it's definitely a, a really great thing that Lifetime has to offer. Yeah, but it's good that you guys have it regimented. So it's not it's not a guess game, right? It's not a guessing mm-hmm. game. Yep, exactly. So that's good. Hey, Michael, it's been uh, it's been great having you on the podcast today. Um, I hope our listeners will benefit from uh, learning about eccentric isometrics from this episode and, and even get connected with you, uh, Michael. As we close here, maybe uh, can you tell our listeners uh, what 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 you're up to next, uh, where they can find you, or how they can get connected with you and your training program. Yeah, so, I mean, I work at Lifetime Sunday through Thursday. Uh, I teach these Alpha Strong classes that I've been talking about Sunday at 10 a.m. And then Tuesday, Thursdays at 6 a.m. if you can get up at the crack of dawn and see mm. me there. Um, the next thing I have in line is actually getting another certification. Uh, looking at, it's a corrective exercise specialist. Oh. So it more or less gets into a lot of the same things that this whole eccentric isometric protocol builds upon, which is, you know, joint integrity, uh, mm. proper proper body positioning and stuff like that. So it can really help to build on what I've already learned. And I just kind of like to keep, you know, keep going through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Continuing, continuing to, tr- to educate and, and uh, gain some knowledge in that area. Of course. I, I feel like we just, like, touched the tip of the iceberg and I, I, we would love to have you back for like maybe a part two, for sure, uh, and and get into sort of the nitty gritty details of yeah. The, I mean, the, I, the I definitely have found myself talking about it a lot to like my clients that are very receptive to it. They definitely do really love the way that I train, and I've gotten a very very good, um, like I said, reception. Just at least in, in terms of all my clients, they, they they absolutely love that style of training. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you, Michael. Um, this is uh, this has been great. Uh, we just wanted to give our listeners sort of a a, a, a a little taste of what eccentric isometrics is about. Um, I, I certainly believe in it. Uh, I try to incorporate it in my own training. Um, again, for all of you out there, if you're looking to get connected to a program like this, uh, you know where and how to get in touch with Michael. We'll leave his information in the description below. Uh, if you haven't already d- uh, subscribed to our podcast, subscribe so you can get the latest and greatest news, profiles, and information on health, on the health and fitness world. Uh, we're FitRec, uh, the first and only social fitness app. Download us today in the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. And join the FitRec family where we believe we're better together. Thanks for listening. <laughs>